You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Bittersweet day around the league as it is final cutdown day. Final rosters have been set around the league as it goes with the Cincinnati Bengals. Not a ton of surprises, but uh, you know, I mean, there are a couple of couple of guys you would hope that would you know maybe you felt they made their claim to the roster and they didn't get on the final roster, but the Bengals may work their magic. We do this every year, inevitably. We say this every year. This guy's not going to make it through waivers. He's there's no way he's going to make it through waivers. And some of these preseason heroes, these training camp heroes, they inevitably make it through waivers. They make it on a practice squad, and the rest is history, as they say. I'm Anthony Kazenza. This is the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast, coming at you courtesy of Cincy Jungle and that podcast network. Happy to be talking with you. I know there's. A lot of stuff going on and a lot of material, quality material out there. We appreciate you tuning in live, tuning in after the fact, whatever the case may be, to get our take and at least the information on the roster and what's what's happening with the Cincinnati Bengals going forward. And hello, everybody. I see Lindsay. I see Ralph. I see Mark. I see Matthew from France. Wow. Rob. Hey, there you go. I like it. Good to see all of you. Thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, hey, look, like I said, not a ton of surprises. Actually, some surprises, you could say, actually point to good news. And I'll pull up here and I will pin this in the live chats for you. And so you can check it out as we go. I will share the screen, of course, but I will pin this so you can check it out on cincyjungle.com. Uh, you know, you can go a lot of places, too, to get the 53-man the roster. I won't lie, but, hey, got to self-serve a little bit here and give you, uh, uh-oh, some home flavor there. Uh, we got to pull that back up for you. But, um, look, some of, the, some of the surprises were on the good side in a way because you see that Joseph Osai, obviously, you know, not on IR, that sort of thing. We kind of heard some trickling over the past couple of days that, he and his ankle injury was a high ankle sprain, the dreaded high ankle sprain that could take a while to heal. So while that's not, 
you know, there's there's a danger of him missing week one, that sort of thing. But that doesn't necessarily, you know, the fact that he's on the active roster, the final roster here, that's that's good news. And a couple of other guys, you know, DJ Ivy did play well throughout the preseason, throughout the summer, and to see him on the roster, that's good news. But some other guys at the Bengals are getting some tough cuts were made today. Tough, tough cuts. And here we go again for you. And I will pin this here. I accidentally X'd out. That's oh, that's my bad, guys. My bad. Um, here's the in both the YouTube and Facebook chats for you. Here is the link. Um, so look, we'll, we'll go through it here. Um, and as we heard earlier in the day, Devin Asiasi did not make the team at tight end. We thought maybe if the Bengals were going to go four deep at tight end, maybe Tanner Hudson did enough to stick on the team, but apparently not. And I'm sure that's a guy that the Bengals are going to try and get on the practice squad. So here's here's kind of the outlook here, the 53-man roster as we know it here. Uh, and hopefully you can see all this. Quarterback, of course, Joe Burrow and Jake Browning. We're still waiting for Burrow to return to practice and – um, maybe even a contract extension. We will see. We heard earlier in the day that Trevor Simeon was not going to be not only making the team, but not going to be making it as a third quarterback or anything like that. So Jake Browning is the developmental guy behind Joe Burrow. And really, he did do the most of all the guys on you know in preseason uh, to show that he deserves that backup spot for who was here. And there were reports that Reed Sinet is going to be a guy that the Bengals are going to try to get on the practice squad. They really seem to like him and, and think there's potential there. So, uh, you know, we'll look for that running back here. Here we go. They went with the four. We were a little unsure maybe about Travion Williams, about Chris Evans. So good news on Travion Williams, the ankle injury that's been bugging him all summer, all, all preseason. Uh, he is on the final roster. Joe Mixon, Chase Brown, Travion Williams, Chris Evans. And then, of course, wide receiver, you got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Trenton Irwin, Charlie Jones, and Andre Yusivas. Uh, look, they went six at wide receiver. Six. So no Stanley Morgan, uh, you know, special team staple. And, you know, a lot of the, you know, Irwin did enough last year, showed enough again this summer to make it no Trent Taylor. So it's Charlie Jones time, and Charlie Jones is probably going to get a shot as the team's return man, at least on punts going forward. Uh, that's where the Bengals have the shakeup there at wide receiver. So, you know, maybe not surprises, but familiar faces we're saying goodbye to. Tight end, Irv Smith, Mitchell Wilcox, Drew Sample. This was a surprise area. They went a little, especially going, you know, six at wide receiver, then they go light at tight end um, because they go a little heavier in the trenches here. And Orlando Brown Jr., Cordell Volson, Ted Karras, Alex Capajona, Williams are starters right there. And then they keep sharpening. Cody Ford makes the roster despite, you know, there, there were some, some good plays this preseason, some, some shaky ones. But despite really the, the concussion issue, that was maybe putting some of his – some of us thought, you know, that could put his position on the final roster in jeopardy. Did not. Trey Hill makes the team. They love his versatility inside. Deontay Smith the very versatile guy, and Jackson Carmen. Odd man out there is Hakeem Adeniji, a guy who has started, I think, what, I think it was 15 games, something like that, has played a number of different spots on the offensive line, was a guy who was drafted in the Jim Turner era. So, you know, I didn't they, – they made a lot of different moves these past couple of seasons at both tackle positions. Hakeem Adeniji just on his way 
out. Um, and, and so we'll see what happens with him. But that was one of the familiar names, the bigger names, I guess, on this team that you could say uh, they, they they said goodbye to. DJ Reader, BJ Hill, Josh Tupo, Zach Carter, Jay Tufele makes it. Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, Joseph Osai, Cam Sample, Miles Murphy. Now, when you look at it, obviously you go, well, yeah, those are the usual suspects. Those are who we expected to make it. But no Dominique Davis, who had an outstanding preseason. Um, no Raymond Johnson, who was the third rated edge rusher in all of preseason throughout the entire NFL. So those are two tough cuts. And those are where those those chants of they're not going to make it through waivers. They're not going to make it through waivers. That's where those, some of those chants are going to be coming from. And so, look, you know, again, tough, tough, tough decisions being made there. The Bengals are going to try and scramble to get some of these guys back on the practice squad. Linebacker was pretty set. You know who we haven't been talking a lot about is this guy. Just for just total side note. Not a lot of chatter about this guy, be it, you know, with the team or, you know, on podcasts, really, or, uh, you know, we're talking a lot about Pratt and Wilson and, you know, Bailey on special teams. We've talked about Bocce. Uh, Akeem Davis Gaither is not a guy that uh, we've talked about a lot, but he could quietly be a, a really nice supplemental defensive piece for this year, uh, for this for this defense this year. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he takes another nice step in his development going forward. One of my favorite picks from his respective draft class there. But Pratt, I mean, again, I mean, these are the these are the usual suspects here. And then you go defensive back. A lot of, you know, when you when you spend a second round pick on DJ Turner, he's going to make the team. DJ Ivy beats out Alan George. We kind of felt like based on the preseason performances, based on the spring and summer performances from Ivy, that he was going to get that job. Um, and, and I know that the coaches liked Alan George. They liked the potential there. But Ivy just has shown too much to uh, be cast off there and he'll be one of the back end guys in that cornerback group. So you go Chidobe Awuze, Cam Taylor, Britt, Mike Hilton, DJ Turner, Jalen Davis makes it and DJ Ivy as your corners. And then the defensive backs, Dax Hill, Nick Scott, Tyson Anderson, who had that outstanding in particular, that outstanding first game in the preseason with two interceptions, one of which was a pick six and Jordan battle making it as the safeties, making a very, you see this, this gentleman right here, Michael Thomas, uh, tough, tough cut. They call him uncle Mike and great locker room guy, great leader, veteran guy uh, has played a, a long time in the NFL. And I know the Bengals love him. And, uh, you know, because of the newer rules with uh, practice squad eligibility and everything like that, meaning, you know, longer tenured veterans this changed just you know a handful of years ago longer tenured veterans can be on the practice squad that sort of thing maybe that's somebody they look to bring back in that capacity uh, and then of course you look at the special teamers evan mcpherson who had just an insane preseason uh absolutely insane i think he was perfect on every single kick including ones from like 58 uh, insane preseason for evan mcpherson so hopefully that bleeds over into the regular season brad robbins Wins the punter job, Cal Adamitis, your long snapper, which was a trend after taking over for the great Clark Harris last year after Harris uh, broke his wrist in the opener in that wacky, wacky game against the Steelers. Robbins beats out Chrisman. You kind of knew when you have a, a draft pick at the uh, as a punter, especially on a deep team, you know, that's the guy they're going to try and give every opportunity to win the job. Drew Chrisman became a fan favorite this Summer 
doing the, you know, the DoorDash and delivering food to lesser fortunate around the greater Cincinnati area, downtown Cincinnati area. So it's real tough to, to see him go there. But, um, you know, Chrisman was a guy that the Bengals hung on to for a while too, off on the, you know, practice squad, all that kind of stuff as, as Huber fended him off. And then he had his opportunity last year uh, up and down. And then of course, you know, the issues with the hang time in the AFC championship game kind of, uh, left a little bit of a sour taste into this into this year, but he did everything. And then, if, unfortunately, also for Chrisman, he couldn't really make this as stiff of a, of a competition as he would like to have because he was in the hospital with with stuff. So you, you look here. I mean, you kind of saw the writing on the wall with with Robbins making the team and all of that. But uh, you know, again, not a ton of surprises. I guess your your big surprises for me. Tanner Hudson, I thought, did everything, played his guts out to get on this team, and and he had a concussion that caused him to miss the second, um, the, the second preseason game there. And then, of course, I mentioned Dominique Davis, Raymond Johnson, those guys, real tough cuts, I'm sure. Stanley Morgan, a tough cut. And so, uh, yeah, this is a great, great point here from Zach Hicks. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if the Patriots go after Stanley Morgan. Belichick loves former Bengals players and not only former Bengals players, but former Bengals players who do the dirty work, who do, I mean, Matthew Slater, right? It was been on his team forever. Um, so he loves those types of guys. And that could, Stanley Morgan could be, oddly enough, I think, even though they're not related, the the elder Stanley Morgan from the 80s, I think, was on the Patriots too. So that's kind of a funny twist of fate. But good point there by Zach. We'll see what happened there. Um, I, I, I don't... I don't really like going here, Rob, uh, just because I don't, I don't know, but I don't think he ever, I don't think it was ever really fully revealed what was going on with Chrisman and why he was in the hospital. I think what was said was um, at most was there was some sort of uh, health issue that he has been dealing with since childhood and that it kind of reared its ugly head, I guess, recently. And that's what caused him. So it's, it's, it stinks for him. It really does because I know he had an uphill battle with, uh, you know, with, with Robbins coming into the fold and everything, but just situations out of his control also prevented him from making it the competition that, uh, you know, that it should have been. Uh, here's a question here. Do you think that a person getting cut gets that we're going to sign you to the practice squad conversation if the team wants to keep him? Um, yeah, I, I mean, yes, I, I think it's kind of a little bit like um, I think it, it's you can relate it a little bit to like at the end of the draft when there's certain guys that you know you're getting close to the end of the draft and then teams reach out saying, hey, we're not going to pick you, but we really want you on on you know our our undrafted free agent. You get a priority undrafted free agent type of situation, and then those guys almost prefer at that point way late into the seventh round. They almost prefer some of them. Uh, and depending on the team, obviously, they almost prefer to not get picked so that they can maybe pick and choose from they get a little bit of the control of where they go. Right. Um, so I think they're. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think if you've watched uh, hard knocks and stuff like that, I mean, they've mentioned, hey, we're going to try and get you on the practice squad, that sort of thing. I think they have that conversation with with some of these guys. And now how <laughs> how well received that that is, you know, yeah, you're, it's, a, it's a tough day. Right. It's a kick to the groin, kick to the gut, whatever. 
And, uh, you know, it's a tough day for, for some of these guys in here. And, well, we're going to try and get you on the practice squad, at, but you weren't good enough to go on the active roster. Might be a tough pill to swallow for some of these guys, particularly veterans. But I do think, I mean, at least they would probably do that to try and say, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're prioritizing you to still stick with this team in some capacity. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I think they would do that. And I think the Bengals still do that there. So as we look at it here, and I'd love to hear from the live chatters here. Um, hi, Shay. Good to good to see you. Uh, I'd love to hear from the live chatters, but there are a couple of positions where you can make argument. Look, again, I didn't I didn't do my full full homework, but I know at least last year I'm trying to think back to 21 and, and 2020, but I know 2019 and at least 2022 the Bengals made moves after final cuts to add other guys on their roster, right? Smaja P. Ryan was one in 2019. Last year, you had Devin Asiasi. And, you know, so they've done this before. As you look at the roster, where might be the places that this occurs? Where do they add? Who do they take away? Um, You know, running back, how confident are they in these three at this point? Um, I think they like all of them. I think they like the potential with Chris Evans. I think they like what Travion, I mean, they they held the belief that, you know, with Travion after Samaj P. Ryan left in free agency, free agency that, you know, this was this was going to be the kind of the next guy, hopefully, to, to vie for that backup spot to mix in. Um, Chase Brown shown some nice things in the preseason. Evans flashes, but uh, also frustrates. The thing is with these two guys too, and this may be why they went a little, you know, I guess it's heavy for, I mean, you could, you could make an argument for three, but I mean, four is kind of a standard at running back. Um, maybe where they went a little lighter in some other spots here is because these guys also give you kick return ability. Chris Evans, Travion Williams. Um, they need to develop that further, but they've returned kicks for this team. So, you know, that may be, you know, a little bit of a two birds with one stone type of thing. And then of course you look at tight end. Um, these are the three. I know that the, the Bengals really like, but uh, you know, you could maybe get, this is what they did last year. I think if, if I remember correctly, they had three and then they got Devin Asiasi uh, and, and, you know, made some roster moves there. So this may be one where they say, Hey, we're going to add a fourth guy here that's floating out there. Um, you look at, I, I don't think any of these guys, uh, you know, maybe a Trey Hill um, if he's one of the last guys in or Cody Ford, if he's one of the last guys in, Maybe these guys, you know, get get the booed if if there's another player out there the Bengals seem to like. And then again, again, I go here, you know, Joseph Osai, big, big situation here with these three players, and they're all interrelated. Joseph Osai has that high ankle sprain. I mentioned that. Then you have potentially next guy up, Cam Sample. And then your rookie who needs a lot of development. We've seen that this preseason. Miles Murphy needs time. The talent's there, the get-offs there, but he needs to develop pass rushing moves. He needs to, you know, just, he's a younger guy. He needs to mature. Um, and so, and I mean that physically, he needs to just kind of mature as he's a younger guy comparative to some of these other guys. Um, but now if Osai does miss week one with a high ankle sprain or gets limited or that sort of thing, <coughs> Excuse me, these guys are going to come have to come up with extra snaps and be productive. 
So this, the Osai situation, you know, kind of bleeds into these two and, you know, there's a ripple effect there. Those are kind of the areas I see where, you know, the Bengals could make a move here. Maybe Browning, you know, if they look at the waiver wire and they see, uh, you know, another, a different quarterback out there that they want to maybe take a chance on. Maybe that's the route they go. But that is your roster for right now. And I mean, you look at it, I, I feel like it's it's a solid, solid grouping that, you know, I know there are guys that are, you know, the undrafted guys or kind of the underdogs that played really, really well in the preseason. Um, it, it was more, you know, for, for me, it was more, you know, who, whose spot are they actually going to take? I mean, you would have to, you know, potentially for Dominic Dominique Davis, you know, do, do, does he replace Tufele? Because you probably can't keep both. And so who do you trust a bit more? Well, Tufele played well in spot start duty last year when DJ Reader had the knee injury. So maybe that's who they trust a little bit more at this point, even with Davis playing really, really well in the preseason. Same thing with Raymond Johnson, who you're not going to, you're not going to give the boot to your first round, first round pick. Right. Uh, and they really like Cam Sample. Uh, but, you know, I guess, like I said, it's encouraging news on the injury front, at least with Travion Williams, Joseph Osai landing there instead of, you know, an IR or something like that. Um, but, uh, you know, there, there are probably some nuances that I'm leaving out with that uh, to, to do that. But regardless, yeah, I mean, Matthew here, um, Murphy is clearly a raw product. Yeah, at this point, you are correct. But yeah, I mean, there's not, there wasn't Dan, as Dan notes here, nothing earth shattering here um, in terms of mega, mega surprises. But what I was getting at with the, with the young guys, Dominique Davis, Raymond Johnson, that sort of thing, it is a byproduct, an unfortunate byproduct for those guys. It is a byproduct of the Bengals having a very, very sound and solid roster. The fact that they've got you know, high picks in, in a lot of places and or talented guys, free agents. And this is also a byproduct of them being more proactive in outside free agency. They're bringing in talented guys from the outside. So there's not a lot of room for, even if they are talented undrafted guys, even if they are talented, you know, underdog stories and have shined in the preseason, there just maybe isn't room because this roster is in a good shape, a good condition right now. Yeah. Um, Victor, good to see you. Good to see you. I, I I like seeing a lot of familiar names. I like seeing a lot of new names. Welcome to all of you again. I'm Anthony Kazenza. In case you are new here, this is the Orange and Black Insider, part of the Cincy Jungle Podcast Network. And this is a Bengals podcast, in case you <laughs> stumbled upon it by accident or something. Uh, you can, at the corner there, you can click the show icon on the YouTube channel to subscribe. Click the bell to be notified when we go live, when new content is available. And of course... You can give a big thumbs up to the Sense of Jungle Facebook page. All of the stories are pinned there. We, we stream most of our shows there as well. And then, of course, if you like what we do on um, this channel, on our on our show and all of that, you got to catch all of the other shows on the Sense of Jungle podcast channel, including Coach Speak and Chalk Talk from the Coach Matt Minnick, Talking Football with Bengal Jim and Friends, Three and Out with Jason and Kevin, in our show, which uh, I, I usually do. We, we do some crossover stuff with those guys, but it's usually John Sheeran and myself. John, a little tied up today, so 
doing his thing over at the great A to Z sports writing and everything there. So uh, understandable that he is a little tied up, but want to take the air and at least, you know, go over the roster, talk about some surprises and then talk about some areas wherein the, the Bengals may, you know, I, I, I'm almost at the point now where I'm expecting them to bring in someone off of the waiver wire. Maybe it's their own guys and they bring, you know, whatever. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But I'm talking about an outside guy that just seems to be a trend. Um, and I know that goes against a little bit of what I was saying with the status of the roster and having these undrafted guys not make the team because of the quality of the players they already have here. But I, I do think there are some positions to look at. There are some spots to look at where you say, hey, you know, there's maybe a guy out here. Maybe they played against him this preseason and they were impressed. There may be an opportunity here for an improvement on an already strong, strong enough roster. Uh, what's my take on Irv Smith? Michael asks. Not really sure. I mean, that's a, it's a broad question, but I mean, I guess, what my take on him is that he's had injury issues, but the talent is there. The athleticism is there. And he has also been forced in Minnesota to kind of share the workload a lot. So when you look at his production, it's not overly high because he's been paired with Rudolph and of course, Justin, Justin Jefferson and a lot of guys who are getting high target shares. So, you know, my take on him is I think, I think, you know, Minnesota just kind of scratched the surface a little bit. And then, of course, unfortunate events in the form of injuries and that sort of thing have kind of prevented it too. But I think with Burrow, I think in a system that, you know, could potentially suit him well like this one, he'll be down the pecking order of, of targets, but he is kind of the main tight end guy. So I think, you know, you could see a career year from Irv Smith in this offense and maybe, you know, he'll be able to parlay that like Hayden Hurst did and do a nice contract for himself, whether it's in Cincinnati or elsewhere again next year. But I, um, you know, I, I, I'm excited for him. I, I, I do have some, you know, concerns because of the injuries. And I think that's also when you go back to the Bengals keeping just Irv Smith through sample and Mitchell Wilcox, I think that's where the waiver wire area makes the most sense. Now who gets sacrificed and from what position group? I don't know. But, you know, it's it's a thin it's a thin group. Drew Sample, who's kind of playing more of an H-back slash tight end role, the old Ryan Hewitt-ish type of role, he, um, you know, he's had injury issues as well in the past. He's missed, he's missed significant amounts of time. Um, Mitchell Wilcox is, you know, coming off of uh, an issue and he had surgery this offseason for it, but I think that's a thin position they may, which is which is odd because Aussie Aussie was cut and he was a guy they brought in off the off the waiver wire last year. So I guess my my thing with that is, you know, I, I'm to kind of bring this question full circle. I'm I'm excited about Irv Smith. I think there is a, a lot there to to really be excited about in this offense, but I do think the Bengals may need to have some sort of contingency plan in place. Maybe that is a Tanner Hudson if you're able to stash him on the practice squad. And if an injury, God forbid, does occur to someone, he's the guy. Um, but we, you know, we have yet to see how all of that is going to to play out there. But um, yeah, I mean, Bengals roster is looking pretty good. And, you know, not a lot of holes necessarily. I think there's some questions on backup positions. Um, and then of course, how mature can the, how, how quickly can the safeties mature battle 
Hill, um, Anderson, namely. You know, Scott, Scott's got a big, uh, <laughs> you know, being the mentor there, he's got a big role on this team. And that that is the production that they are replacing at that position is notable. So they're going to need to step up not only there, but the other areas of the defense will need to step up, hopefully get a little more pass rush production on the defensive line to ease that transition in this, in the secondary and in the safety uh, safety spots. Um, but that being said, uh, we're going to get out of here in just a couple minutes. Again, the I'll, I'll pull, I'll pull it up for you guys here just so we have one last look at the roster again. And, you know, I've, I've said this a lot about Darren Simmons. And I said, you know, he's, he's a guy who's always going to get his say. He's always going to have a, you know, he's going to pound the table for some guys at certain positions. And obviously he does so with the specialists. You know, but I'm talking more about, you know, back end wide receiver, back end running back, back end, you know, back end tight end. I think that's why Wilcox was one of the guys they brought back and he made the team. I think, I think he trusts him on special teams, but you know, again, he didn't really seem to get much of his way. I mean, he got a little bit here with Charlie Jones who brings returnability, um, but didn't, I mean, maybe this was his way, but I, I guess I'm looking at it and I see no Stanley Morgan, who I know this team loved this coaching staff loved, even though the numbers and production on the stat sheet weren't there, the contributions, the dirty work, all that kind of stuff. He was just a valuable guy to have around. And I know he and, you know, the big three were, were pretty tight, Chase Higgins and Boyd. So you look at that. And then, of course, I mean, I guess he got his way here, did Darren Simmons, with some returnability at the running back positions with Travion Williams and Chris Evans, but no Michael Thomas. Um, so there's two ways to look at it. And maybe it's a maybe the truth is in the middle, right? Um, either. He got his way, and he's like he likes what he has seen from on special teams from Tyson Anderson, Jordan Battle, Charlie Jones, Yossi Vosh, Wilcox, right? All these guys. So maybe he did get his way, or because now the Bengals have on their team higher, you know, draft picks, not necessarily on drafted free agents and all these other guys. They have draft picks and investments they have made in the draft at their positions. Some of the guys that were kept around as undrafted guys, your Stanley Morgans, et cetera, um, the sacrifices were made a little bit on the special teams area. It's probably the truth is probably in the middle. You know, I think he's I think he's obviously comfortable, Darren Simmons, with these guys on special teams and doing things for him. But there were, you know, Michael Thomas gone, Stanley Morgan gone. I mean, those are those are tough, those are tough cuts. And I know, I know Thomas is up there in age and NFL experience, but those are tough. It's a tough day for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, the yes, sailors did get cut. Rick um, sailors did get cut. He looked good in that last game, did a couple of nice things through the air and on the ground. Um, I, I, I wonder if that's a guy they're going to try and get back on the practice squad as well. So uh, I, I thought I was impressed with him the final week against Washington there. Uh, he he unfortunately did not make it, but uh, again, not a ton of surprises, not a ton of surprises in terms of, you know, whoa, wow, this veteran got cut, this former high pick got cut. Um, it's more, again, special team staples, 
a couple of guys who looked who were you know undrafted or brought in on long shot type of things and really balled out in preseason. So we're really, really, I mean, for me, I'm really interested to see what happens with Dominique Davis. I'm really interested to see what happens with Tanner Hudson. Really interested to see what happens with Raymond Johnson. Those three guys were were three of your better players in all of the preseason. And there seemed like there's, you know, some some talent there to work with. But tough day, but it's an exciting day because we're getting so close to the regular season and this roster looks looks pretty stacked for the Bengals. Looks looks stacked. But it's also a tough day because, you know, I I have, you know, I've I've coached before and cutting cutting a person, cutting a kid, cutting a player is the worst, the worst part of the job. There's there's nothing even close to it. And so this day is a bittersweet day. Again, getting real close to the to week one, getting real co- close to what looks to be a really, really promising Bengals season. But you know, you're talking about guys' jobs and livelihoods and futures that are in question, that sort of thing. It's tough, tough day. But Bengals, not a ton of surprises on their roster. You saw the roster a couple times there. Um, go check it out on cincyjungle.com where you can get all your Bengals news, opinions, analysis, your podcasts, as I mentioned earlier, like this one. And, of course, uh, go check out what my guy John's doing at a to z sports.com. And – Hey, we're going to be back tomorrow night. He and I will be back tomorrow night to talk more about this a little bit more in depth and some other things as the practice squad develops, what's ahead for some of the, the, the players as, as the, um, the regular season gets, gets kicking off here. We're in the middle of also bringing in some special guests. We're finalizing those, um, including, you know, previews for AFC North teams, other Bengals previews from uh, some, some high profile guests and everything. So, we're gonna we're gonna get those booked and set up for you. We have a couple of on our YouTube channel at least, a couple of other fun videos that have come out recently, and we're gonna try and make those into series. One on Joey Porter being one of the Bengals' biggest villains, and of course uh, splicing up some of the from a couple of other episodes, some of the uh, potential breakout players as well as we do player previews on CincyJungle.com. Those will be on there to be able to uh, click click on the article. You can click the video on the article and check all that stuff out. I appreciate all of you tuning in live. We have a lot of live viewers across a number of different platforms. That is awesome. Um, I appreciate all of you. I appreciate you tuning into this show live after the fact, all of the support that you continually show myself and John Sheeran. We have a lot of fun doing this for you. Hopefully you enjoy what we bring to you on this program and on all of the podcasts at Cincy Jungle. We will talk soon. You guys all have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll be back at it with a lot of different shows this week. I mentioned some of the other stuff we put up on YouTube. We'll be doing listener questions. Like I said, previews, guests, all that kind of stuff. We'll be bringing it to you. Appreciate all of you. Take care. We'll see you soon.